On Sundays, we would wear New York Jets football jerseys and imitate our favorite players. He was wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson, and I was wide receiver Wayne Corbett. These were our favorite players and the players who matched our athletic abilities. Keyshawn was taller, faster, and stronger than Corbett, but Corbett had better hands and was the playmaker. More about a playmaker later. We'd find the biggest bushes we could throughout the neighborhood, and one of us would run and the other one would throw the ball upward. We would jump and catch the ball, fly into the bush and bounce out. Sometimes the bush would make us do a flip. At the time, it was all about having fun. I would call him at 7 o'clock in the morning to ask if he wanted to play bushes, and then we would play for hours. When I look back today, I see that we were unknowingly doing an awesome drill that led to the ability to go over the middle easily without fear. The average person, kid or parent, would have thought we were crazy. After doing this drill of ours, I would come home with scars, scratches, and scrapes. Even during commercials and halftime of the Jets game we watched, we would run outside and play bushes. We never played inside when I was a kid. Unless we were grounded or it was pouring rain, and even then we often found ways to play outside. We would skimboard on the golf course behind our neighborhood or play tackle football through the puddles. We didn't care. I thought not being allowed to play outside was the worst possible punishment. I was having the time of my life, and then fifth grade happened. Fifth grade was a very difficult year. I had trouble concentrating in class and when doing my homework. I think the problem worsened when my parents separated and eventually divorced. The combination of divorce and poor grades eventually led to an implosion of sorts for me when I failed the grade. Yep, I failed fifth grade. I was embarrassed, demoralized. My parents and I spent the summer developing a strategy for me to get back on track. I was fortunate to attend a small specialized school with only two other students in my grade. The school curriculum was very focused, and the teachers helped me improve my learning and studying habits. In one year, I compensated for my fifth grade deficiencies and completed all the required coursework to pass sixth grade. I worked hard, learned how to concentrate, and learned some valuable life's lessons. And then, I was ready to tackle seventh grade. I started the year both playing baseball and football. I had a passion for football, but inside I knew baseball was becoming less important. When I was very young, about four years old, baseball was fun, but as I got older, well, I was just bored. I didn't enjoy the game anymore, and I certainly didn't love it. I wanted to play football. I even tried to quit in the middle of the season, but my dad wouldn't let me. I remember sitting in the car on the way home from practice, telling my dad, The only reason I'm playing baseball is for you. Now, I don't think I meant this, but I was really unhappy. My dad said, you're not quitting and you're going to finish the season. Once the season is over, you can move on. This taught me a lesson that would come into play often on the journey to my dreams and would even save me a few times along the way. Never quit and never give up, no matter how difficult the climb. There was another important lesson I learned during Little League Baseball, and it came from one of my best coaches, Mike Jallad. He always asked, what's the most important play? We would answer, the next play. This has stuck with me throughout my whole career in sports and 
currently in business. I don't know why, but throughout my Little League football career, every team I was on was horrible. It seemed I was one of the best players on each team, and not because I was the fastest or the biggest. I was always below average in size. But one thing I learned in Little League was to love hitting. And I worked harder and hit harder than most of the other players on the team, no matter how big they were. My first coach said I was the steal of the draft because my athleticism at the tryout hadn't been eye-popping. I'd been drafted low, but when we put on the pads, I rocked everyone. I remember the first time I ever put the pads on and had hitting practice. I was running people over and hitting people left and right. My dad woke me up the next day for church and I was so sore, I literally could not get out of bed. I think I rolled out of bed, but I ended up missing church.